Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to Not Just a Phase. Today we are speaking with one of my personal favorite emo violence bands, all the way from Bogota. Empatia is on the show today to talk about their latest EP and all sorts of good stuff. So yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on the show today. How are you guys doing? Uh, thanks for inviting us. I, we're doing fine, I guess. A little nervous. Yeah, great. I do the pronunciation okay there? Empatia? Empatia. Hey, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so can you guys just, uh, just to get it started so listeners know who you are, could you please state your name and what role it is you play in Empatia? Uh, well, my name is Harold. And well, like the Americans say, Harold, but I say it like Harold. <laughs> and uh, I play guitar. And my name is Otto and I play the bass. And just for the record, I joined the band like two weeks ago. <laughs> hey, new member, welcome. Very cool. Oh my God. <laughs> That's an exclusive one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, play-wise, you know, because I've been like hanging out with them for longer than that, but I started playing just like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, cool, cool. Okay, so you've known the band for a while then, right? Yep. Okay. I should That's also mention cool. that uh, the band. Fernando is joining me today co-hosting. That's uh comes few and far between. Welcome it's back on the me. show, Fernando. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all know each other. I don't know any of you guys. Uh I am curious though, did you guys listen to the to our show here before agreeing to come talk with us? Uh yeah, but not before you uh, wrote to us, but uh like this week I listened to the Cersei podcast, the Cersei, Cersei. And I don't know if Otto maybe heard uh, more of the episodes. Yeah, I did. I actually heard uh, Nepukia's episode yesterday. And I also think I heard the uh, Zegema Beach one, the first one. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, if you've guys, uh, if you've heard the show, you know I'm a bit of a broken record. I pretty much start every show the same way by 
asking our guests how they first got introduced into punk rock or any sort of underground music genres. Can you guys recall your introduction to the, the punk thing? Yeah, I, it took a while to remember, but um, actually it was thanks to Canada that I got into underground music because here in Bogota, we have um, like a subsection of much music that I believe is, uh, is from Canada. And on much music, they put a lot of underground bands from here and from the United States. So I was kind of into punk, but uh, on that show, I heard like, I don't know, Fugazi and Pennywise, Alexis on Fire and stuff like that. So the old punk show that much music used to do, is that what you're talking about? And uh, we didn't have like uh, exclusively punk show here. It was more like an overall underground music yeah and each each week they did like i don't know this week is going to be rap the next week is going to be underground film directors and one was punk this is like a 2006 program right for me for me it was like 2002 maybe 2003 oh my god yeah 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 yeah, it sounds like uh, kind of like a kind of a stuff that will happen in the early 2000s. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and also MTV have uh, yeah, 120 minutes. And here in, in Colombia, it was like from 1 a.m. to, I don't know, maybe 3 a.m. And they put like, I don't know, no effects and pop punk bands. And it just spiraled from there. I ended up like knowing Saetia and Orchid because of Soul Sick and all that. I remember at those times, like 2006, when I was kind of 15, that MTV used to put um, post hardcore, mostly post hardcore and metalcore bands at uh, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah. Remember Undero, The Devil Wears Prada. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what, uh, what else, but <laughs> kind of cool memory. <laughs> Just uh, like a couple of years before those bands on MTV, they put Alexis on Fire, and that was like the first screamo band or screamo-ish band I heard. For me, it was like the strangest thing I have ever heard, but they were the, my first one, my first screamo band. Why I started like 
listening to this type of music and playing was because of a band I had on on my school. So I started playing drums like uh, really young, and some older guys from my school had this uh, started this punk band. It was like pop punk, and um, we. I mean, I joined the band as the drummer when I was like eight or nine years old. I can remember. I was like nine, but they were all like, I don't know, like maybe eight years older than me. And we did like Descendants covers and some other bands like that, maybe No Effects as well. So I think that that was the, like the entrance point for me, that band. Um, eventually we started like, I'm, I mean, I started to get very involved with this place called Rattrap, uh, which is like the place where we rehearse. And it's like uh, this, I don't know, maybe we can talk about it later when we talk about the scene. But yeah, so I, I've i been like surrounded from, uh, by all of these like bands and people playing since I was very young. And I don't know, it started to get heavier maybe a couple of years ago when I discovered, uh, you know, like, grindcore and screamo and that but i think it started all with pop punk you were playing drums in, in a pop punk band at nine years old <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's That's badass, man. i had That's nine really i had nine on my first gig and both of my parents went to see me and they are lawyers and it was like this shit shithole place i mean it was like the shittiest place in town and they both came after uh, jobs and they were like all dressed up as lawyers and were surrounded by like this whole bunch of dirty ass punks and they watched me play and that was really like very cool. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. That is a beautiful story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is actually videos on YouTube. If you want, you can see the band and auto very little like behind the drum set and a lot of punks around i'm going to send you a link <laughs> you should i want to see that for sure. they want to see that i want to see that <laughs> so okay so how do you guys know each other then Otto? you're two weeks into the band just a brand new member how did you guys yeah. how did you guys meet like how do you know well hmm, that's a weird story I, I actually have to think that more because i don't actually remember when i met harold like the first day, I, I, I couldn't tell. But I do. Most, you do? <laughs> but yeah. no, wait, like most certainly, I know it has to do with uh, this place I'm talking about. I mean, it's weird because we kind of knew each other from way back then because we used to play in bands and both of our bands be, uh, before uh, played in the same gigs and we actually did a tour together and we didn't remember. So yeah. that's weird. So we we kind of know each other way back then, but we started being friends like, I don't know, maybe three years ago. And I didn't know his band, like Empatia, until I met him. Um, and well, yeah, since we met, we've actually became pretty close. And I'm a huge fan of his band. So it's like very exciting to be playing in it right now. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, well, it's man. no longer his band if you're a part of it now. It's a collective, <laughs> right? Our band. That's right. <laughs> 
I'm I'm actually very young, <laughs> like way younger than Harold. I'm I just turned 24 a couple of months ago. Um, but yeah, I I just remembered like um, being uh, I, I was really into the Descendants when I used to play that band, uh, and also where they were really into Descendants, they were like our heroes. So we used to do a lot of covers of them, but. I mean, I think the transition from there was just like being around these other like heavier bands because we used to be like the like the soft band of the scene, <laughs> you know, like the poppier side of the scene where like all the punks went and just like dance and have parties instead of like punch each other. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. So uh, I, we, I was surrounded by this a whole bunch of other bands, uh, some of them uh, which Harold actually played in and they were more like hardcore and metal so i got introduced to this side of punk uh, from those bands you know probably the the i i think the biggest entry point for me into hardcore was uh hmm, i think it was uh, mudo maybe i don't know if you guys heard of mudo but it's like a, this very it's kind of like a big band from bogota what what's the scene like around Bogota? Is there is there a good punk scene or? Yeah, but I'm very glad to live here. Like in this moment in time, um, the punk scene here is just amazing. It's just that there isn't really really like a screamo um, scene here. We don't really play with another screamo bands. There's maybe a couple. But the hardcore punk scene is really big and really great. There's bands from all over town, all over the country. Uh, and there's also like a hardcore scene, but more like a hardcore, like from hardcore kids, you know, like, I don't know, melodic hardcore and post-hardcore. But that's not real. They, they, they don't really play screamo. They play like post-hardcore. I don't know sad hardcore but it's not screamo so <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know where we fit in between those scenes but we definitely play a lot more shows with punk bands that we do with hardcore bands cool you guys got some uh, favorite local bands from the area you want to maybe name drop or shout out uh, hmm. i don't know uh, muro definitely that's like uh one of the best bands here and the best live shows uh Boragine, like a black gays band. Mm, I don't know Otto. Who do you mm. think we should Well I think my all time favorite uh Bogota band is called Espinosa, uh which is not a punk band and it's not an emo band for sure, but it's like I don't know, I don't know what to call them. It would be like indie, like indie noise, something like that. It's really great. I'm I'm also like sending you links to that because I love that band. And I've also grown very fond of another band that's kind of new, that it's called Alambrada. It's like, I don't know, like super fast 80s hardcore and super raw and super great. <laughs> I think another mention that I forgot is Corriendo, that is one like the first uh, emo band I knew from Colombia and there became like our brothers. We love them. 
Uh, we have played a lot of shows with them. They're not from Bogota, they're from Medellin, but Corriendo. I just you, got actually, a... you actually just got a tattoo from Corriendo. <laughs> I love Corriendo. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to check out all those bands for sure. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. So we were talking without hitting record. I blame Fernando for that one. We're talking about some new material. You guys have some, am I correct? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, where's this coming out? How can I get a hold of it? Well, uh, we're going to we record uh, four, four songs like a couple of months ago. And we're going to release that uh, in the form of a split uh, with uh, another band, band called Letter Bombs. And uh, we also record those songs uh, like in video. So before that happens, we're going to release that like on YouTube or I don't know, a video platform. But just our songs, the, the four songs. Right. So you're half of the split you're going you're gonna to release on YouTube in a live session. Yeah. That's and right. that'll be released just on its own. And then it's going to be released later as a split with Letter Bombs, who, by the way, great band. Yeah. Yeah. So you got it. When is the live session being released onto YouTube? Well, I don't know. That depends entirely on me, I think, because I have the video and I haven't finished synchronized it. So, well, so it's been recorded. Yeah, we recorded that that same day. Oh, okay. So the same day. Yeah. Okay. So when does the EP? Well, sorry, not the EP, the split. We just did this too, didn't we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The four when songs. The, the, four, the songs. four songs. The four yeah. songs. When does yeah. your split with Letter Bombs uh, get released as a physical? I believe in a couple of months. Uh, we still have like the... We're uh, asking the labels who want to release it and the countries they want to release it. We're still in that process, but I believe in a couple of months we'll be available in some other countries and on Bandcamp, I guess. And do you have labels you can mention right now? Or are you still in that process? Um, anyone confirmed think, releasing it? Or Yeah, we have like uh, three, three or four labels. Uh, I don't know if we could mention it right now. I prefer to wait a little bit. Not a problem. Until, Not a problem. Until all of the uh, labels are ready, but it will be released like on Asia, on Europe, and on America. And uh, at this point in the episode, we've played a couple of your older tracks, but you guys were actually nice enough to let us play some new material on the show today. Yeah. Now, these two tracks you let us play here, do they have names? Because you sent them to us with just numbers on it. <laughs> Okay, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Not a problem. Which, which numbers are uh, uh, the ones? <laughs> we don't even know. We don't even know them yet. I have, I have, I have tracks. <laughs> I have tracks one to four, and you had yeah. said we can play two of them. If uh -huh. you know which ones you would like us to play, I would prefer if you could introduce them because there's no way I could pronounce their name titles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, we can do, do the first one and the third one, if you want. Cool. And what's the first one called? Uh, the first one is called um, El Trigo Ya No Es Oro 
en el viejo maizal. And you're listening to that right here It's on Not Just a Face. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. That's that's going to be the the weirdest song intro I've done on the show so far. Thanks for that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, very and cool. the third the third one is called uh, "Emo Violencia Sen." Cool. Okay. And emo Violencia Sen. It's like yeah. Zen Zen Emo Violence. Zen uh, Emo Violence. <laughs> As in, it's a therapeutic process. Where, yeah, where are we going? Emo Violence. It's like evolving. <laughs> yeah that's I mean, the idea it's therapeutic to me i like that i like that so what's the overall theme to your guys subject matter of the lyrics because i'm not going to pretend i can understand them i don't i don't speak spanish so well um uh, the uh, um, ugo is the one who writes the lyrics uh he shows like all the process so i believe i can't talk for him but he's the one who writes them But I, the way I see it, uh, it has like two important issues. The first one is like the personal and sentimental side. And the second one is the political side. And often, more often than not, uh, both, both issues mix in the song. So most of them are like the way he see political process and political problems and how that affects like our personal lives yeah it's kind of like that mm, very cool i'm waiting to Wait, get that... the go ahead oh no sorry i was just gonna ask harold uh doesn't uh, nico wrote the one of the letters from one of the yeah one of the lyrics for one of the songs we're going to listen or that we just uh, yeah <laughs> yeah well uh sometimes nico writes i have written like a couple of verses also And the ones that Nico and I write are more oriented like to a, a spiritual side. That's Emo uh, Violencia Sen is about that. It's like about what you are doing in this material life and the stuff you really have to worry about. But yeah, that, that song is like Nico uh, had a dream and he told, told me that dream and I explained it to him and that explanation like that conversation we sent it to Hugo and he made it into a lyric. <laughs> That's yeah. very cool. So your It's lyrical so cool. writing process is a, is at times a little bit collaborative as a. Yeah. Very cool. I'm glad yeah, I asked Imagine, that. imagine how hard it's to write a lyric and write a lyric uh, starting from a, a conversation with another person. It's, it's really hard. It's really hard because you need a lot of empathy. Wow, yeah, no yeah. pun intended, no pun intended. But you need a lot of empathy to, to kind of, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, shows okay, are I won't say anything, but, but my, point, my point is done, okay? Okay. No, I like But, uh, but you done. need a lot of empathy. You need a lot of, of empathy to, to put in the, 
put in the shoes of the other person and and get trying to understand completely what the person try was trying to mean with that words. So it's it's yeah. really hard. It's really hard. For sure. Yeah. Well, we're very close friends, so mm -hmm. he knows. We 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 know like what the other person is trying to say, even if uh, he is he, um, saying it very well. Like we can we can understand each other. Well, with uh, with shows coming back, are do you guys have anything planned yet or booked yet or? Mm. I hope so. <laughs> don't know. Just kind of hope. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I don't know. We have like we want to do the the release for the upcoming EP the split, mm -hmm. and we want to do like a big show maybe, like something that we haven't played in a while. We played like a couple of shows during the pandemic, uh, but not like the shows we're we used to play but uh we have a, a show on halloween with like a couple of punk bands and i don't know i think that's it uh we're not really focused on shows at the moment but like on writing new material and releasing the one that we have oh hold on there hold on there so you're releasing a split <laughs> coming up and you're working on new material as well. Yeah, because Otto just entered the band and right. if there's someone new, we have to write new material because... <laughs> I like that. I like that. True that. Yeah. So, uh, who, who's your guys' favorite band you've seen live? You mean like from here, or it could be like any band? Any band. If they're from Bogota, that's fine. But like your your favorite, I don't know, your favorite band you've seen live. Who was it that really impressed you? The tough one. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, I don't know if I could pick a favorite right now. I mean, I know, I know, I really like, uh, I really like this band, uh, Muro, uh, Muro's shows are really great because, you know, it's a great frontman, great drummer, great everything. The energy is always like super high. Uh, there's also this like noise rock band from here too, that is called, uh, Hermanos Menores, which is like little brothers. Um, they also do like really good live sets and I don't know if I have to pick like a, a band from outside. Um, 
I think seeing The Offspring was one of my best shows. <laughs> oh, massive Actually. fan. Massive fan. <laughs> yeah. What about yourself, Harold? Uh, well, you really got me there. I, I haven't thought about it, but at the top of my mind, uh, the best band that I have seen live are Joliet from Mexico. It was like the best show, the best at least scream or hardcore <laughs> show that I've been. They play in Colombia a couple of times and then I got to see them in Mexico with Vivo El Grado and it was just amazing. They played better even than Vivo El Grado and I didn't think that was possible. And from Bogota, also Hermanos Menores, their show is amazing and they have so many different ways to do a live show. And Rory Gate, uh, that's also like one of the bands I love the most in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm very, I'm very lucky to be able to see them like play every once in a, in a while. Very cool. Fernando's very jealous you've seen Joliet. I just, I just want to add that uh, <laughs> Joliet's shows are fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe what I was, I was seeing. Uh, the, the only time I, I seen them live, I couldn't believe they so well they played. It was awesome. Yeah. And also so chaotic. Like most bands that play really well their instruments, they're like really tight and not chaotic at all, but they just were crazy. Like the, yeah. the bassist was like praying while he plays. It was amazing. That guy was like kind of possessed when he came to Chile. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a pretty uncultured guy. I have not traveled a lot. I'm curious, what's the biggest tourist attraction in Bogota? If I came to where you're living, what would I, what would I have to do? What's the touristy thing there? Hmm. <laughs> shit <laughs> is, there, is there a big tourist attraction <laughs> or is there nothing to do like that's actually a better question i don't know if you came here i just uh, take you to hardcore punk shows <laughs> <laughs> well, what do the americans do when they come visit though what? <laughs> i mean that, that depends on who you hang out with of course but <laughs> i mean when america just like here <laughs> go ahead sir. go ahead go ahead uh, i was just gonna say like if you're if you're just like a normal tourist yeah, I mean, you that's probably what I'm okay, but okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think you probably go downtown, which is like you know the the center part of the city, like the old part. That would be like the I don't know, like the pretty part for tourists. But but you know, I mean, I think the 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 good experience of coming into a town is like hanging out with somebody that actually doesn't hang out at touristic places, you know, <laughs> it's just like, okay, I'll show you my neighborhood. Okay. I'll show you this restaurant. Okay. I'll show you this park because that's like a, you know, like a more personal way to get to know a city. So if sure. you actually came, we wouldn't take you like, Hey, where, let's where are you taking this. me? Where are you taking me when I get out? <laughs> so where are you guys taking me when I get out there then? <laughs> to eat an empanada in a park, probably. <laughs> okay, hey, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome.
So uh, when do you plan to come to Canada? Since I'm planning to come out and see you guys. <laughs> I don't know when. Whatever you guys invite us, we release like a split with a band from Canada, like the I don't know maybe last year, and we'll we'll love to to go there and play with them. Uh, they're called Amitié. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's uh, Amitié. And I don't know. Just invite us and we'll be there. Well, what's what's we the name of this? Oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead. What's the name of this festival you guys have over there? It's like super huge, and like new new friends. Oh yeah, fuck! I want to go there. <laughs> you should <Yeah>. go there. <laughs> I want to go there too. I've never been. I've never been. Where is well, it? Is it like Toronto or something like that? I believe the last one was yes. I think it usually is too, to be honest. So Amiti Amiti is from Canada. Yeah, no. No, I think they're they're from USA and Marino. I think it's Canadian. Okay, I I I was mistaken. I thought that one was from Canada and the other one was from where? From USA. <laughs> oh, okay. My, you know sure more about that. you know more about that than I do. I, I believe. <laughs> We're gonna research no, uh, that one and edit it, and maybe. I'm yeah. not one hundred percent sure. I got it. They're from they're from Rhode Island, Rhode Island. Mm. Okay, and there's one from Canada. Oh, I just fucked that up. Marino should should be from Canada. Okay, yeah, that's who you're thinking of. You got it mixed up there. Yeah, you should yeah. know, Rob. You're from what, Canada. What? You can't. I can't just know Canadian. I should know. You should know. <laughs> yeah, I did the split with notes. <laughs> You should know too. I'm. I'm really. I'm not sure, but I think Marinette is from Canada because uh, Dalton told me uh, a while ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are too. I'm pretty sure their name is French as well. Then yeah, yeah they should be from Canada. Yeah, it sounds French. So if you guys could see one band do a reunion show, who would it be and why? Oh wow. I don't know. Tough one, eh? Uh yeah. I, I'm, the first thing that came to my mind was like probably one of like this DC 80s scene, maybe something like Fugazi or Nation of Ulysses or something like that. I, I really wish I could see one of those bands, maybe. I don't know if I would want to see a reunion of Fugazi. That would be like the, like the refused reunion that just sucked. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I will. <laughs> I I will love to see Asamblea Internacional del Fuego. That was like my all-time favorite band, and we tried to get uh, them to come to Colombia, but we couldn't do it at the end, and then they split. So bummer. But yeah, Asamblea Internacional del Fuego. That would be my band. Very they are cool. doing shows. They're doing shows still. Yeah. But like just like occasionally. Occasionally. Well, I, I don't I don't know if we could still get them to play a show in Colombia. We always we tried like two times and well the money it's always the problem. Mm-hmm. But they were this close to, to, to come mm-hmm. here. It was we were really close. Just just <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm from Chile and I haven't seen them 
never. Like I well, had one one chance when they did their last show and I couldn't I couldn't make it because I, I live really really far from the capital of of Chile Santiago I really, really I had to go in airplane to Santiago and okay. I had the money at that time but uh, I couldn't make it yeah so I've heard yeah. in the podcast <laughs> oh yeah yeah. yeah. Like you had to travel to see which band was it, like Silverstein or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Every person that talks to me, it's like, oh, you love Silverstein? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I got like two more questions here, I think. Yep. So okay. rounding off near the end here, I always like to ask, uh, what is your guilty pleasure listening? Like, what do you guys listen to that's a guilty pleasure? Hmm. Nothing. <laughs> no, wait. Yeah, just punk all the time, every day. <laughs> I'm too cool for that shit. Come on, there's no okay. no pop music in the closet, no EDM. We love pop music, but it's not it's not guilt pleasure. It's just yeah, it's... pleasure. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, well, okay, I, I think uh, maybe on my side, I li I really like folk punk. And I thought I was very cool for liking folk punk. <laughs> and, but ska. Seen, and ska. And ska. I love ska. <laughs> but I'm not ashamed of that. I just love ska. <laughs> <laughs> Fernando's waving his hands like, no. Uh, well, I think I'm... I'm no one in Empatia likes ska. <laughs> Nobody like in the world. Nice. I also uh, like I think punk and ska. From my end, uh, maybe it could be something like, I don't know, new metal type of shit, like Linkin Park or Deftones, but I don't know that. I mean, I really like that, so I don't think that it's a guilty pleasure. I think that's great. It's fair. It's fair. New metal, it's still, it's still cool, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Too mainstream. <laughs> and uh, you, guys, uh, you guys listen to podcasts? Do you like podcasts at all? <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm kind of hooked on podcast like, like right now because I have a a job that allows me to listen to music a lot, and well, I get like tired of music like in the sixth or seventh hour. Okay, let's hear some people talk about music instead of listen to music. <laughs> so I have been listening the 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 podcast from the guy from Tushé Amore. Uh, it has like the first ever podcast, very good show. And there's another one that it's called Where It Went, that is from the guys from Revelation Records. Yeah. And uh, they have like a very geek stories about records that no one cares about except like those guys and maybe 10 other people in the world. And they invite those people to talk about those records. It's hey, like that, the most. That's our gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> they stole our shtick <laughs> you will have to do like a, a battle of, of podcast to see who has the fewer listeners <laughs> nice nice so you're not going to name drop the fact that you guys do your own podcast or what oh yeah well <laughs> please it's, yeah. Than that. it's like you shouldn't even know about it <laughs> it's so underground that we don't promote it we just do it for ourselves <laughs> no actually it's uh yeah it was a great project because it started on the you know last year and the pandemic and everything 
And we did it like each on our house when we couldn't leave for like three months. And, and it was great. Uh, I think we had like one, you know, like one flaw, which would be the, the length of it. Because we also like, we talked about the music and then we like played huge segments of music, you know, like five songs or so. So it ended up being like three hours long episodes, two and a half hours. And, you know, nobody, you, you just said it before, nobody listens to that shit. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was great. I mean, I think we should bring it back because uh, we haven't done an episode in like, I don't know, I don't know, like ages, but um, yeah, it, it was, it was a, fun experience and I, I think we we really did enjoy that doing that i actually want to say that uh, most podcasts that i've seen are like two to three hours we try to keep so. it an hour hour and a half and chuck in some music which not a lot of podcasts do either they don't play music they'll just they'll discuss the music but they don't play the artist which i'd yeah. rather play the artist so it comes across more like radio yeah that was our, our idea also like it was almost like radio like you could put it on and feel like, I don't know, like you are with someone and you were listening to music with someone. Yeah. Uh, the pandemic was like a very lonely time and a lot of our friends listened to the podcast and told us that they feel like we were on the street, like drinking a beer and just talking about music like we used to do. And that's why I started this as well. You know, I want to talk music with musicians, plain and simple, right? I also yeah, right? try to get like, about 15 to 20 minutes of music um, per episode, but that would take your like entire discography. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I so, mean, if you're relying entirely on Screamo, you can play songs, you know, because it's going to be like very short, but <laughs> if yeah. you play like all sorts of music, I mean, if suddenly you come across like a post-rock song or something like that, you have to, <laughs> you know, take 10 minutes of your goddamn show to, <laughs> to play it. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be doing post-rock. Maybe Dalton will host a post-rock episode, but that's not my alley by any means. It's not my thing. I'm not against it. It's just not my thing. Well, there, there's also long Screamo songs. Oh, very true. Very true. Yep. <laughs> so do you guys got um, any last shout outs, plugs, causes, anything you guys want to talk about at all? Mm, uh, hmm. I don't know. Uh, what about you, Otto? Um, well, I'd probably just go with the obvious, but still very important, which would be like the political social situation here in Colombia in the last couple of months. Uh, we're celebrate. like in a, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not like really into politics. So I go like very far from a lot of the deeper stuff that goes around here. But I mean, it's, I think it's pretty evident for uh, most, I mean, for everybody who lives here that um, the strike, which has been going on for like, I don't know, like five months now, like the national strike from workers and like most of the people uh, is going like really strong. I mean, for, for the last few months, it kept like the country like super stopped and super like in a state of like critical alert i don't know i don't know 
but yeah, I would I would say that uh, that would be something to be aware of if if you're not if you're listening to us and you're not from Colombia, you should check out how shitty our politicians and leaders are. <laughs> yeah, that's my my very basic understanding too is just sheer corruption, which has caused a lot of people to just completely stop working in general and in an attempt to fight against the corruption of the cops and the, the political leaders at, at this time. And I don't know how much ground has been made for that, but. Yeah, I mean, that, that'd be like the big picture. I mean, I'm not the one to talk about it, but since you said uh, we should uh, do like uh, mention something, well, I just thought that would be like the most appropriate thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's something that's not getting talked about a lot or yeah. enough considering it's been going on. What, like you said, almost six months now. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. So we got no idea when we can hear new music, but you were kind enough to let us have some today. So I super appreciate that, guys. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you as well. And I'd, I'd love to have you guys back on the show again at any time in the future. Anytime you want to have us, we have a lot of free times on the night, especially. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Whenever you and also whenever you want to come to Colombia, just hit us up and we will give you shelter and give you food and you will not have to spend any money except on the stuff you want to buy. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna comp everything. Nice. No. <laughs> that goes for me too. <laughs> no, no, for you. Of course, no. of course. <laughs> one day, one day, when I get my when I get some money together and this thing settles down so people can travel properly and everything. I would, uh, I'd like to go meet you guys. Fernando, not so much. I see him enough on the, the computer screen. No, you, you should know. come play with Nebuchia. God damn it. You should oh just come God. play. Yeah. yeah, I I want to go with Nebuchia to other places. That would be fucking awesome. And like. what, you should. Would that be very difficult or do you see it happen in the near future? Um... Not in the near future, but uh, it's kind of a goal, I think. Can we pitch you wow. right now? I mean, let's let's make an offer right now. <laughs> when, can you, when can you do it? Well, if if you come to Colombia with the Pugia, uh, we could like put like maybe three, four shows, and the same like just uh, pay for your uh, travel between the cities and give you shelter and food and pay for the show so you don't have to spend money here. The problem is the, the tickets from Chile to Colombia, but we can work something out. We had here in Colombia uh, Marcel Duchamp once. Uh-huh. Um, we, we didn't pay for the full tickets because we didn't, uh, couldn't do it at the time, but uh-huh. we can work something out. So can we, we can smuggle you. We can smuggle you across the border or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, that would be great. Can say, hold on. Can you guys even travel? Like, from my understanding, where Fernando's at in Chile right now has has a fucking curfew. Is there travel restrictions on top of that? I'm sure. Like, there's yeah, no curfew like for punks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cops. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Cops, fuck cops. Fuck cops. Totally. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. It's been an interesting conversation. Um, even the stuff that we'll edit out, that was that's it's cool to know. Because, like I said, I'm an uncultured dude, you know, 
And what you see in the paper isn't exactly what's actually happening. You never know, right? There's three sides to every story. So it's cool to hear from real people. Yeah. Well, uh, Thank you for having, having us. us. Of course, anytime. Thank you. Thank you.